Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years' experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free. So make sure you head to the App Store or Google Play, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Inside the Five. I'm Griff. And I'm Will. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about the World Series champion Dodgers and a little bit more about the MLB. Congrats to them. We're going to be talking about the NBA, some offseason trade rumors, and the incoming rookie class. We're going to be talking about the NCAA football, what teams are legit, who's not, and we're going to break down some of the key games from this week. We're also going to be breaking down NFL Week 8, obviously our locks of the week and just predictions for every game. Uh, Also in the NFL, we're going to be talking about the players of the month. Uh, and to wrap it up, we're going to be talking about our top 10 favorite athletes of the 2000s. Will, you ready? Dodgers take game six, three to one. Questionable call on the Tampa Bay end. Taking out Blake Snell. He had, what was it, one hit? One hit them so far? Or he right after they took him out, it was a second hit he let up, I think. Yeah, he let up two hits. Did he even have a run? Was there a run on that play? Uh, there on was not. I believe hit? it. I think it was still one, one nothing. And he had seven Ks, right? Yeah, he, he was. Either seven or nine Ks. He, he was having a gem. Two hits. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. It, it was a low-key game. Each team only had five hits. Kershaw finally got his ring. Yeah, congratulations to them and the Dodgers. I mean, the Dodgers, were they were really good. Yeah, I know. I mean, it looked like it was going to be closer every single game, like as we were talking about in the past couple episodes as we were breaking down the World Series. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the Dodgers really just came out. And then Mookie hit that home run. I think it was in the eighth inning that just – pretty much sealed the deal which what he did with us the boston red sox when we won right. in 2013 did the same exact thing uh actually here's a fun stat mookie's the first player since babe ruth to get a walk and steal two bases in the same inning i saw that that was that's awesome that was cool 
so pretty much he's the next Babe Ruth, which means the Cel- uh, the Red Sox will not win a World Series for 90 years. So, I really hope not. It doesn't look us. good for them, though, but... <laughs> not at all. Uh, speaking of the Red yeah. Sox, though, Alex Cora, finally off of his suspension. Um, so it should be interesting. We need a manager. I think he should come back. We do need a manager. Alex Cora be is available. We still have all of his assistants. It kind of just adds up. Yeah, like it make it makes sense. I, I think we should. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know what they're thinking, but makes sense. I like um, it. Continuing on the MOB though, um, do you think the Rays are gonna be like as good as they were this year, next year? I think so. I, I think Randy's legit. I think he's a key piece of that team. Yeah. Like like he couldn't have picked at any better time for him to kind of come out, show out. Right. It was kind of like perfect. And I think there's a lot of young players on that team that are good. I mean, hopefully they don't – hopefully Blake Snell isn't, like, too mad. Too I mean, bad, I would right. be pretty mad, but, I'd like, not mad enough to, like, leave. doesn't look like it. He posted something on Instagram, I believe, today, talking about not the outcome we wanted, but he has faith in his team and they can possibly come back again. And it looks like they could. I mean – Yeah. They're it's supposed really to be them year, and, so. and, like, the Blue Jays. And the Yankees. Well, well, yeah, I can't forget about the Yankees. But, <laughs> but besides the Yankees, I was that's really a tough division, except for the Red Sox and the Orioles. Oh yeah, well, Orioles, Orioles are pretty much like a double A team. Yeah, I mean, we were close. <laughs> we weren't close this year. Yeah, so Red Sox suck. But moving on, I said we get right into the NBA talk. Yeah, I'm excited for this. Yep, so we got uh, the draft is obviously coming soon. Do we know when? I don't think we know when, right? We don't know when, but um, before we get into this, I just wanted to say, um, oh, never mind. I was going to say that most likely we heard some stuff this week saying that uh, the start is like a lot of players are not not for uh, pre-Christmas, but hearing that it could still happen anyways or somewhere around that time still. Which would which would hint that the draft would have to be this Within next the next month. few weeks, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk about a couple of the upcoming rookie class. Uh, the Timberwolves, who have the number one pick, met with LaMelo Ball yesterday. Um, kind of interesting. Um, he's ranked number one for the top five in prospects, but I don't know. I don't really think LaMelo should be the number one pick. He obviously has the offense. I just don't really think he has the defense. I don't either, but I think he, I think for his style of play, I feel like his defense comes with him playing well on offense. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like after he puts on like a good performance himself on offense, he kind of likes I don't know it's like a weird momentum kind of thing with him. Yeah, no, I or like agree. he just he wants to, to like score cooking. so bad. Yeah, that that's yeah, that's what I was trying to say. And I mean, I don't know if he's gonna get the first pick. I mean, they did obviously interview him, but. I think I think regardless of where he gets drafted, he'll be good. I, I think he'll be a good player. Um, speaking of the first pick, Jamie Wiseman, who we talked about in prior episodes, uh, big man out of Memphis. He was recently interviewed by ESPN, and he kind of made it known that he thinks that he is like the obvious number one pick. See, like that, like if he obviously it wasn't really his complete fault for not being able to play. 
Mm-hmm. But him not being able to play is really tough for, especially especially now, since can't see any of them. We haven't seen any of them, and because of Corona, we can't like we have no idea what he's done. Right. Well, that's the thing though, because like DK, I know this is a totally different sport, but DK Metcalf did the same thing at Old Miss. Obviously, he didn't get like James Wiseman. He didn't play. He played three games at Memphis because. He was getting paid by boosters, so he took, like, the rest of the year off and was like, I'm not going to serve the suspension. I'm just going to, like, get right. And DK Metcalf, like, had, like, a minor injury and was like, wait, I'm just going to work out until the combine. And he ended up, I mean, he's really good for the Seahawks. So I think it would be the same thing for James Wiseman. Like, he's going to be ripped. Like, he had a lot more time to prepare for the NBA. Yeah, no, I can't see why why he couldn't be the first round. Like he could definitely could be a first pick. I mean, not first round, first yeah, pick. Yeah. But um, it's just that question is always there. And but right. obviously the no, good I example agree. with DK, but makes it a little difficult. Um, Stephen A. Smith wants Daryl Morey. Some news. Uh, ex Rockets GM. He's the new 76ers GM. He thinks that bring Harden to Philly. So it would be a Harden for Simmons, which and probably a couple picks. Mm-hmm. Simmons is younger, so that could help out the Rockets a little bit. I feel like he's kind of. I feel like honestly, Simmons could be a really good Rockets player. Um, I feel like he could too. Uh, and we'll, while we're on the topic of the Rockets, uh, Rockets just hired their new head coach Stephen Silas or Silas Silas Silas. He was a he was a hooper. I think he played for the Spurs. Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. But I think think he'd be a pretty good player for the Rockets. They have Russ right now. Maybe they'd run him. I mean, they'd probably run him at center at this point. Like, that (laughs) would be really interesting. Yeah. They should honestly get a center. They they will now. No, they'll get a center. They'll get a center. They'll they'll figure that out. I don't know. They'll figure that out. There's just too many bricks on that team at the moment if they had Simmons. I like the move for getting rid of Simmons, but I don't like the move of gaining Harden because if you think about it, Simmons is seven years younger than James Harden, right? Which is a lot in NBA years. Yeah. Simmons can pass. Some may argue he's a better passer. Some may argue. Um, He's obviously a better defender, maybe the most versatile defender in the league. And the only problem is he can't shoot like at all to save his life. And Harden can shoot. He can pass. He's pretty good in the pick and roll, which would be really good with Joel Embiid. But, like, I feel like Philly needs to get rid of Ben Simmons and gain someone, but not like a James Harden. They need to gain a passer. Like, one of the best passing slash shooting guards in the league. Because they have shooters on that team. So, they really need someone to pass the ball. I I, want to say – Obviously, everything that we compared between Simmons and Harden makes sense why, like, it's an iffy trade. Mm-hmm. But also, for the Rocket side, I think having Russ and Simmons just doesn't work. Yeah, not Because not to say that Russ is terrible at shooting. He just doesn't shoot the ball very well. He takes too many shots and doesn't make enough. Right. Obviously, like, I'm not, like, trying to be, like, And Simmons an ass, doesn't shoot at But, all. like, and Simmons just doesn't shoot. So that doesn't really work out. But in a way this could work out for the 76ers even though they're getting an older player seems like they're almost in a win now mode they in should a way. be in a win now mode yeah and there's been obviously we hear talks all the time do Simmons and Embiid get along together it's one of them that 
it doesn't make sense with. Like and Joel Embiid's like a piece you just can't get rid of. Like yeah, there's like no reason to get you can rid get of, rid of Simmons. I, you can't get rid of Embiid. Embiid's like you don't see that build. That build he's, doesn't come through the front door every day. He's a top two center in the league. Yeah, for sure. And I just don't. Like Harden, because they can shoot. So the 76ers team would be able to shoot, obviously, with Harden. And Harden yeah. can facilitate a little bit. So they would still need to bring in another piece. But they could pay a little bit cheaper for a piece. And they might not be such a bad team. Right. Which I like. I don't know. I just don't think this trade should go down. I think – I do think Harden should go somewhere else, if not Westbrook. And I think that Sim- yeah. Simmons should also go somewhere else. So, like, at the same time, it's kind of all adding up. But I feel like – if they go, if both of them go to their respective teams, I don't think it'll work out for either squad. Like, I don't think Simmons in Philly and Harden in Houston is working out, but I don't think Harden in Philly and Simmons in Houston would work out either. Yeah, it's just weird. Right. Like, it just like the look of how the teams would play. I think it would, like, like I said, I think it would be 76ers more, like, not winning, but they would almost be bettering themselves off with being able to score more points from beyond the arc. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I get that. It's just like, you're losing it's like, tough. such a good defender. I know. Like you really need like Ben Simmons is a game changer on defense on defense, Complete just, ga- but it's James a mismatch. Is a game changer on offense and it's a mismatch. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I don't it, know. It seems, it seems even, but the pieces that would be around them, it doesn't make sense. Right. It's like, I don't even know where I would try to, I'm trying to think as we're talking about this, like where Harden would be a good spot for him to go. Cause it doesn't well, look. Where would Simmons be? Like, where would Simmons fit in? Well, Simmons, Sim, I think he should go to one of like a, I don't, I don't like. Know Simmons should go right to somewhere is. that needs a power forward. They should, that he should go somewhere that needs just help in general. You think? I think like, like somewhere like. Like somewhere like, I can't say Phoenix because that's book squad for sure. Sacramento. Like him, Buddy Heald, and De'Aaron Fox. Like that would be really good. I don't know how much difference that would make the Kings because they're in the Western Conference. That's just like. Yeah, no, they're they're screwed. Yeah. What pick do the Kings have in this draft? That's actually a great question. I I got you. I got you. I got you. They definitely got a high pick. Oh, it's not looking like it will. Oh, they traded. They traded. I yeah. forgot they traded. Mm-hmm. Isn't that isn't that our pick now? Mm-hmm. It's the 14th pick, right? Oh, no, 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 That's the Grizzlies pick. So where do the, the Kings just don't have a pick this year? I guess not. I wonder where that went. Oh, 12, 12, pick 12. Okay. So did they just miss out on the bubble? They must have. Yeah, they did. They did. Mm-hmm. So they I think Phoenix Phoenix went ahead of them. I think. Yes, but Phoenix has the tenth pick. That's just, all right. That's all right. That's confusing. Yeah, I I think that's. Prior. But I feel like Sacramento. He'd be a good fit. You know where else I was thinking about while we were going through all of this. Like low key, not not it would not be his own team, but there could be a way that it would work here. And you got to hear me out. Is Dallas? I like that actually. You move I, I think, Porzingis I think to the five, 
Ben mm-hmm. at the four, and then you have Luca running the one, two, and three. <laughs> I think those pieces would work well together because Porzingis and Doncic can shoot. They can Easy. they can stretch the floor, and then Ben has the and whole then paint to work. They all play defense pretty well. Yeah, uh, that works. I think I feel like Simmons would be better off either like in that scenario, like as we just said with Dallas, or somewhere where he can build a team on his own. Build his own team. Yeah, because I want to see why people wouldn't want to play with him, other than the fact that he can't shoot. Because you can bring shooters in. There's literally people in this league that just shoot the ball. Like Danny Green, yeah, literally has a contract shoot. to shoot the ball, pretty much. It. And he didn't do it, but <laughs> he played well. Yeah, no, that last game. I agree. As long as he can surround himself with some shooters, that's the problem, though. It's like Joel Embiid. Obviously, he can kind of stretch the floor, but he's he does the best in the post, and so does Ben Simmons. And you yeah. can't have in in the 2010s and two now 2020s. Your two best players cannot be post players. No, they can't. That just doesn't work. You can together. have like your best player be a post player, but then your second best, third best, and fourth best have to be shooters because that's the way that the league works right now. Yeah, like I want to say, pretty much the Warriors kind of started this a little bit. Yeah, start off the bat, they had, I mean, their top three guys all shot the ball really well: Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Then they had yeah. Iggy on that team too. He could still Iggy, shoot the ball. They had Harrison Barnes, David Lee could even shoot a little bit. They were all shooters, so it only yeah. makes sense. Yeah, they they did kind of start that because you can't you can't keep up with the three ball in in every game. Like it's like we watch it with the Celtics game. They try keeping up with teams that shoot the three ball better than we do, and then if and, we don't make them, we're screwed. Right, and that's the problem in the NBA now. I think we should go back to the 70s when we just didn't have a three-point line. Imagine, like the All-Star game or something, like they just didn't have a three-point line. I feel like that'd be a cool event for an All-Star game, like no three-pointers. Like just for a quarter, everything's twos. Yeah. I like that. Well, we could, when we when we get to the All-Star game, if, if I think they're going to have one this year. They should. Right. I like the setup they had this year, though. How, how it, made, like, it was every, like more competitive. Yeah. Also, something that I want is a four-point line. I, was I don't want threes, say, but I do want no fours. Threes. Fours <laughs> would be cool. It should be the hash right before, right after yeah, half. Yeah, court. yeah, yeah. Just like a straight line behind the hash, like <laughs> on the hash. Imagine yeah. just like an extra line on the basketball court. Everyone be like, "What is that? Like, what is going on here?" Oh my gosh! All right, but moving on. Uh, ESPN gave us a top. I think it was a top 200 prospects for this year's draft. We're going to talk about the top fives and a couple of people that missed out. War room. Yeah, I know. Uh, number one, they have LaMelo Ball. Obviously, we talked about him a little bit. Um, not a bad pick at number one. I just really don't like how he lacks defense. Yeah. I, like I said earlier, wherever he gets drafted, I think he'll play well. Most likely, he'll, he's going to get drafted to a team that needs a player like him. Most right, likely, score. so like he'll, I don't know, he shows that, and that's he why just didn't play well, college. That's why he I went don't right want to Europe. That's why I don't want played. him in Minnesota because they have Cat and they have. Yeah, Dilo. they don't. They, they don't, don't need, need a score. They don't need a score. Unless they right think now, they're so. going to build, but like Cat and Delo are, they're not. I mean, they're age, still young, but they're but they're like aging. So by the time Lamelo kicks in. It might be, like, might be there. Yeah, might, might be there a might be a small, 
Might be a little too late. There might be a couple year small, gap. Though. Yeah, like a small window. Yeah, no. Yeah. Then at number two, uh, they got Anthony Edwards. I I like Anthony Edwards a lot. He's good. He's really good. From Georgia shooting guard. He's known for defense, and he's very athletic. He's I think he's six five. I I don't know. I like him a lot. One thing that he yeah. does lack is shooting. But I think yes. Anthony Edwards would be a good number one pick for the Timberwolves because they need a guard that's going to, like, D up your best guard. I think Anthony Edwards Especially is the guy in to the West. Especially right. in the West. You that's, need like, so guard-heavy. I kind of feel like those first three picks, when we go, the third pick is uh, James, Wise- James Wiseman. I think, like, those three picks can almost be interchangeable in a way. I agree. Like there's there's a there's a way that each three of the top three teams could use any one of those players and it would almost work out. I mean, really, besides Lamelo Ball to the Tims, that's a little. I don't know how I feel too much about that, but it could I feel work like, out, but I feel like Lamelo Ball could easily be the number one pick, but I feel like this year, just with the Timberwolves, he shouldn't be. Yeah, and I think that number one pick pressure on the team is what's going to probably end up happening. Like, you, you always hear the story, like, Chicago Bears didn't draft Mahomes or um, Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. And, like, you hear – and, like, they regret that. Like, I think the Timberwolves just don't want to regret making a decision if LaMelo Ball turns out to be fantastic. Right. They want to play it safe with someone that you know will be really good because LaMelo Ball from – like, he, he's playing in the Australian League, which is a really good league. But, like, he, I don't know. It's just really the defense for me. Yeah. Uh, moving on, number four. This might be my guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he goes by the name Denny. Denny Avdija. Uh, he's six foot nine. Will do you know where he's from? I do not. He is from Beit Zera, Israel. Hmm. So that's nice. Uh, two hundred twenty pounds. He plays small forward. I've seen a couple of videos on this guy. Uh. Uh, you know, there's rumors Timberwolves have talked to him, so that's the number one pick. The Warriors wow. have talked to him. That's the number two pick. I don't know much about this guy. Um, he could be the next Luka. Um, this is what he looks like, Will. Oh, shoot. Oh, I've seen him before. Like. Yeah, I've he's pretty much the GOAT. Um, he's like he's our good. Tim Stutzel of the NBA. And... Oh, you know, I'm not going to say it. Never mind. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Danny is number four. That is our guy. Number five, Will? Uh, number five, we got Onyeka Onkongu. He's good. He's really good. He is good. Um, I was just taking a look really quick. Um, NBC Sports kind of has, like, a mock. So, they think our guy Denny is going to go second to the Warriors, then LaMelo Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards goes to the Hornets. Killian Hayes from Germany goes to the Bulls, which he's not on our list, I don't believe. And then Isaac Okoro goes to the Hawks, and then James Wiseman goes Cleveland Cavaliers. Flip those ones around. I switched up the order of the picks. Interesting. And uh, two players that were 6-7 and are Obi Toppin uh, from Dayton. 
and Isaac Okoro, who you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the reason why Obi Toppin isn't in the top five is just because he stayed all four years. Yeah, I mean, and I, makes that's sense. usually why people fall in the draft because NBA players like to – I mean, NBA teams like the one-and-done guys, the young guys, Obi Toppin. He was, like, probably the best basketball player in NCAA basketball last year, but he stayed all four years, so some people – some teams don't like that. So he might fall because of that reason. I still, I still think it'll be good though. I, I think that's kind of, I think there's like a rare mix between teams wanting to build that young player that's one and done. I feel like that's helpful to certain teams. Being able to use him young, early, he develops great skills. Other than kind of going through the whole college process, all four right. years or three years or whatever. But then there is that four-year experience that you can that some players choose to do, like he did, and, and you know what he I, can really just build, mm-hmm. like just build on his game, right. You know what I really like about Obi Toppin is that he's going to fall and he's so good that low key staying the four years might be the move because then you don't go to a bad team. <laughs> that's all. That's a, that's a good point. I, I just thought about that. <laughs> maybe he planned maybe, it. He like just maybe knew. He, did. he was like, I don't really want to play for the Timberwolves. Is <laughs> that dude is good. He's just like 22. Or he's like still like that's still like, young, yeah, yeah. Moving on though, we're gonna break down a little NCAA football coming up this weekend. We actually missed Tuesday NCAA football. I forgot uh, there was a Tuesday. Game. I didn't. No, 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 no. Like the past weekend of college football, we missed that. Oh yeah, yeah. We didn't talk but, about it on Tuesday. But you know what? I didn't watch it on Saturday, so that's why. Um. Mm. We're going to start off NCAA football with my Coastal Carolina. I don't go to Coastal Carolina. I know people that did and do. So that's my squad, I guess. Coastal, they're ranked 20. That's good. That's uh, actually pretty good. So shout out to the Shot Declares. Yep, the Shot Declares. It's a rooster. Um, they play <laughs> Georgia State this weekend. Not really a game that should stress them out, but I think if they get to this point, they're one of the few unbeaten teams, Will. November 21st, they play Appalachian State. That is their, like, legit test. Yeah. They win that, that game and go undefeated. They better get a good bowl game. Uh, they're just so fun. I mean, they got they got the teal turf. They got the mullets. I mean, they're just everything that college football should be. Their turf is sick. Yeah. I actually – I went – I've been down there a couple times. I was there the first year that they put the turf in. It's so cool in person. It just like looks like it's a whole different vibe. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. 
Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Because like everybody's used to that green turf. Obviously, Boise State has the blue turf, but the teal is just such a cool color with the with the gold end zones. Like it's cool. They they are college football. Imagine there was color turf in the NFL. They should do that. Imagine or we imagine Saints had black and gold turf. That would be insane. Is that that would look? Like that black would look so turf, cool, but like gold lines. It would be kind of gross, probably playing on, but it yeah. looks cool. I feel like it would be difficult to see on TV too. Yeah, pro- probably. I mean, it makes sense why. I mean, unless you're like green, red, colorblind, then the field's red. Technically, oh, yeah. Wait, so, so the games green, are red, already colorblind. Cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> green, red, colorblind. You kind of like have it all made out for you when it comes to football you got the red unless, turf every unless you game. watched the uh the bills jets game when the color rush jerseys just first came out not Thursday oh, yeah, football. Yeah. bills yeah. jets <laughs> there was green turf <laughs> and then there was red versus green oh, oh, yeah, that was hilarious and i think they had the color rush alternate helmets too so the jets had green helmets on and i think the bills might have had red helmets that's insane did they have alternate helmets at that time, well, I, did they get rid I know of the Jets time? have green helmets. They had green helmets. Yeah. But I think I think the, Bills, the start of color rush they still allowed that. Yeah, I think they did because of the color rush, but mm-hmm. I, I'm not hundred percent on that one. But still the red the red and yeah. the green, like that's just that nuts. yeah, no. <laughs> you got red turf every weekend. That's kind of cool though. Moving on though. <laughs> uh we're gonna talk about our local is this our local college team or would you say you masses? I think this is. This is probably our more local team. I mean, I've been to more BC games than I've been to UMass, but we're going to talk about BC football real quick, Will. They are so bad. (laughs) They're very bad. And do you know who they're they're, playing this week? (laughs) I just looked. They're playing. Oh, they might get 100 piece. They're playing Clemson. Clemson will have their punter in. Do you know what they said about Trevor Lawrence on, I think it was ESPN. They were talking about, because everyone's talking about how he should stay another year because he doesn't want to go to the Jets. To the Jets. But Trevor Lawrence says he's not having fun anymore. It's too easy. He literally says it's too easy. He's like, he's like, you think it's fun? It's like, it's too easy for him. He throws six touchdowns a game. He's like, all right, guys, what do you guys want to do next? They're like, who else is going to touch the ball this week? Like, wait, that's insane. Like, it's too easy. Do you actually think he'll be that good? Like, I think he might be that good in the NFL. I think so, too. I feel like, I mean, I don't know if a lot of people are sleeping on him in a way, but I feel like just the fact, because everyone saw Joe Burrow had the best college football season, like, ever. And then, obviously, Trevor Lawrence didn't really want to get drafted after that. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And then he might be that good. Like he I, th- I just, think he's that like good. he he just like I don't feel like you just do that for no reason. I get it's college and the team like he's played good teams. I like I haven't I don't know who they played well, early the on. But... They play they play in the ACC, so it's like in the regular season you're stuck against teams like Duke and UNC who are decent, and then you have to go out and play Syracuse, BC, Miami is like the best competition that they have. So this year they have Notre Dame, which is really good. He still won. 
Sorry, Siri. Nice, Siri. <laughs> uh, but they still won an. Uh, he won a national championship. Uh, he won two. He, I mean, yeah, that's what in I meant. Three two, years. So two. that's the thing. Like he's actually legit. They don't play that good of competition in the regular season. They have a strong out of conference schedule, which is good for him. But they still win when they play in the playoff. Yeah, he just like he literally. It, it just looks too easy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing going into the NFL. But like he probably he's probably well aware that's not going to be easy. Yeah, but if he gets especially, but if he doesn't get on the Jets, if he doesn't get on the Jets somehow. I mean, what if he what if he pulls a Bo Jackson? You know what Bo Bo did? He was like, what did he do? He was like, nah, I'm playing full. Uh, nah, I'm playing bat or baseball, not basketball. He's like, nah, I'm just gonna play baseball. So don't draft me. He said that to the Buccaneers. They're gonna take him with like the fifth pick. And instead, he, like, said he was going to play baseball and then told the Raiders to take him in the seventh round. So they took him in the seventh round, and he ended up playing football. <laughs> like, what if he's like, nah, I'm just going back to college, and then he's like, yo, Patriots, take me in the seventh round. I mean, I don't know if I – I feel like it would be Nah, cool you want him in New England. I mean, it would be cool, but I feel like there's other places that he would probably be good. Like I'm imagine, like, I'm thinking like, about like who need who's gonna need a quarterback next year. That's actually a decent team. Well, yeah, probably the Patriots, but they just don't have wide receivers. Saints, the Saints, maybe. I think they the should Lions, try Lions. Maybe I think they should still try Winston. Jabo. I mean, maybe the Lions. I mean, Big Ben looks good, and obviously he came back. But um, but the Steelers are this. The rest of the Steelers team is so young. I know, and I feel like because he has young, good targets, like what if Trevor Lawrence – like obviously it's not going to make sense if he goes to the Steelers in any which way or form. But like thinking about him on a Steelers team, like being the quarterback, like the weapons, uh, yeah. it just – like it looks like a good option. Obviously that won't happen. Like that's ridiculous. But If he goes to an NFC West team, I'll be pissed. Because <laughs> like that's just what happens. They don't really need any quarterbacks over there. Though. Nah, Jimmy G's bad. Sometimes. Sometimes. Jimmy G's very inconsistent. Yes, he is. But I don't even. Yeah, mo- we'll move on. Moving on, else. we actually have some recruitment news. The number one recruit in the nation, Quinn Ewers. <laughs> uh, hmm. He was committed to Texas, as was every single number one quarterback commit. Uh, he decommitted, as did every single number one quarterback commit from Texas. Because that's what they do. Um, he is six foot three, two hundred five pounds. So he's got the body. He's got the look of a quarterback. He committed in August, and more and more schools were recruiting him. Like while he was committed, it was a verbal commitment. Obviously, uh, those schools include Ohio State and Alabama. Um, oh, wow. He said he said in an interview with ESPN. Recently, as I've competed alongside my teammates during my junior season at South Lake Carroll, I've also taken some time to think about my future. <laughs> um, so he's still a junior. This is the, the number one recruit in 2022. Sorry, I forgot to announce that. So a little early to commit to a team. Um, two, yeah, that is a little early. Um, like I said, Texas, this happens a lot. Uh the Longhorns also missed out on James Brockenmeyer in the 2021 class. And, oh, Tommy and James Brockenmeyer, their brothers, 
they were both committed to uh, Texas, and then they committed to Bama. So this is just what happens. It is a little early for him to commit. I mean, obviously, it's probably exciting. But like, I feel like this happens to Texas offers. all the time. Yeah, I feel like that's such that like that's their thing. Texas just <laughs> loses. Like, so, they're supposed to have the best team, and it's like, oh, the tech. Texas, the Longhorns are going to be so good in two years because all the commits they have. And it's like, wait, never mind. Decommitted. He's going to Ohio State. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you get a Texas Longhorn, right? They offer you. And then, like, next year, Alabama's like, oh, come play over here. It's like, yeah, I want to go to Alabama. Like, what? <laughs> and he's like, like the why? best quarterback in the state. Or not even in the state, in the country, in the world for class of 2022. That's nuts. You know what's crazy, Will? He he was born in 2004. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, uh, dude, we're getting, Will, we're getting old. I know. I'm three years older than this dude. Dude, like, there's going to be people in the NBA next year that are a year older than us. Pretty soon we're going to be One older year. than... than the youngest player Rookies. in the league. Yeah, I know that's that. It might it might be next year. For you, maybe. Yeah, for me. You're an well, old actually, head. actually, I I might be already this year. Yeah, you're an old head. So, <laughs> <laughs> moving on though, after we talked about how old we are, even though we're still we're nineteen. Uh, <laughs> 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 we're gonna be talking about some games of the week. Uh, we got number three, Ohio State versus number 18, Penn State. Penn State, obviously, one. in the Big Ten. They just started next week. I think Ohio State takes this one. I mean, Ohio State's in the Big Ten, too, right? Yes. So, I mean, Ohio State came in, bugged out week one. They're ranked number yeah, three. I think Ohio win. State takes this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, moving on, number 24, Oklahoma is taking on Texas Tech. This is... This is a must win for Oklahoma. Uh, shout out once again to Coastal Carolina. They are better than Oklahoma. <laughs> That's crazy. Yep. So yeah, they probably Oklahoma do need right a win now, here. They, win. they really, really do need a win. It, it would get be it. very bad for Spencer Rattler if they don't. You know Spencer Rattler. Yeah. I like him a lot. He just he's still young. They I I think yeah. in. Two or three years, Oklahoma's back with Rattler, because I think he's it could a redshirt be. freshman. Yes, he is. What one of those he is? I know yeah, he yeah. redshirted. Mm-hmm. Moving on, we got number seventeen, Indiana versus Rutgers. The only reason I put this is because Rutgers beat Michigan last week. Um, there were <laughs> there were players from other Big Ten schools and former players from Big Ten schools that are now in the NFL. They were like. You just lost to a Big Ten JV team when Rutgers beat them. <laughs> so if Rutgers beat beats Indiana, will I don't even know what I would do. I don't think I've ever seen Rutgers win a game in the Big Ten until last week. So I, they, they, I mean, go Rutgers, maybe. Yeah, what are they? The Knights? We should probably know that they're kind of local. I think they're the Knights. Something like that. I think Rutgers. Rutgers. Yeah, the Scarlet Knights. The Scarlet Knight. I mean, exciting. This is exciting college football. That'd be sick if they won. Uh, We got Wisconsin, Nebraska. 
Wisconsin has a lot of cases. Um, Nebraska has Christian McCaffrey's brother. Ah, uh, do you know what? Do you know what, uh, position he plays? I actually don't see. You know what? What does he play? I want. I wanted to say uh, wide out. So, but. so Will, his name is Luke McCaffrey. He's a freshman, a true freshman. He looks like he's maybe ten. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he plays quarterback. Oh, actually, I've I've and, seen this before. Yeah, Will and running back. I was watching them last week. And, oh, so he's the next Lamar Jackson. And he was getting reps at QB, <laughs> and they're like. Yep, Luke McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey's brother. He's playing quarterback here. And then all of a sudden, he's just running, literally like <laughs> the first drive. They put him at running back. He ran for like 40 yards in one play. Like, oh, my oh gosh. God. I mean, sure. <laughs> like, I don't know. Lamar Jackson. Too. He's really skinny, but he's a freshman, so he has a lot of time to get big. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Shopify presents cool sheets from AHA to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my AHA moment, bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. <laughs> Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. That's interesting. Yeah, so I thought I'd throw that in there just because Luke McCaffrey, was, I actually watched him last week. He was Wisconsin. Cool. Uh, yeah, that that's actually – that's nuts. Yeah. So let's imagine. hope this game actually gets played because Wisconsin, I think they might have postponed it. Wisconsin has a lot of cases right now. Yeah. They, I, don't, I don't know what's going on with that. I haven't heard too much. Wisconsin is ranked number nine, so – should be it should be an interesting game if it's played. like if you have to postpone you're gonna slip in the AP polls. Yeah, it only makes sense. Yeah, but yeah. uh, get, getting in, we're gonna get right into we got NFL Week Eight. We got a Thursday night game going on, I believe, as of right now. Nah, it's seven thirty. It's seven thirty. Oh, okay. We're, so it's not gonna start there. for another hour. Yeah. We're almost there. Uh, I say we just make our predictions so everyone will yeah. know if we're right or wrong by then. I'm going to take the Panthers. They're minus two. Um, hmm. I'm going to go Panthers as well, I think. I know I was kind of like, oh, Falcons are back. Falcons are back. But but they already fired their coach once. They're not going to win again. 
Yeah, Panthers look – Teddy Bridgewater and the rest of the Panthers look very solid as a team. They're playing well. I mean, McCaffrey – oh, that's actually more news. McCaffrey is set to return next week, not this week because of the short week. I didn't even know that. So yeah, they wanted, they wanted to keep news, him out. Good news, Will. Good news. Want, wanted to keep him out another week just to play it safe. They said it's mm. still questionable for next week, which seems like a very long time for a high ankle sprain. I wonder if there was more that we just didn't know about. Uh, it might have been or it might have been something like how the Seahawks did with Jamal Adams. They did like the old he has a groin like he literally like pulled his groin and he's been out for three weeks just because we want to make a playoff run. But like at the same time, the Panthers aren't going to make a playoff run most likely. So it might be like he's the best player we have ever had in franchise history, probably. So, yeah, let's just really play it safe here. I think yeah, that's kind of what the deal was. And getting to their potential playoff scenario it they we i feel like we left them out when we talked initially when we first started talking about the nfl like at the very beginning we were talking about how the playoffs are organized how there's that extra team that makes the playoffs we completely just went right over this division because we thought that the falcons and the panthers were just not going to be good enough to possibly even consider for the third team but the panthers could be that third team could even make the second team push coming out Right, because, I mean, the Buccaneers look really good, and the Saints haven't looked as good. Obviously, they haven't had Mike Thomas, but Panthers, That's they've crazy been out. Still. Mike Davis at running back has looked good, so they're going to have a two-headed monster when CMC comes back. Yeah, they have which a decent is really defense. good. Robbie Anderson has been showing out. Teddy B has been showing mm-hmm. out. They're actually, like, very underrated. They are very Curtis underrated. Samuel finally had a good game last week, so who knows? Oh, yeah, he, yeah, could, yeah. he could maybe be doing some big stuff over there, but... I don't know. Panthers tonight. Definitely take the Panthers. Yeah, and let's get into the Sunday games, Will. Uh, Pan- our Patriots versus Bills. Let me hear you take the Bills over the Patriots this week. Let me hear it. Yeah, Bills over Patriots for sure. Like, uh, honestly, any team over the Patriots. Like, uh, the Jets game probably will not be close. There's no way. Like, there's no way. Like, that even scares me a little bit, but, like, that's after just seeing what happened last week. We literally got – shredded and picked to pieces and now we play a bills team that's really good mm-hmm. probably that's gonna end got... up winning the division depending on how the dolphins play we got that's more exciting we stuff got the we dolphins got too um edelman is actually officially ruled out oh he was okay he, yeah he, he was officially ruled out this somewhere sometime this afternoon and, and gilmore's gonna gilmore's gonna play obviously but there's a lot of rumors about him leaving that scares me in a way because it's be really scary. not it's really not the corners that we need. Like and half, we'll, the, half the defense opted out. We're, we lost a lot of people on defense. Some people were like, well, yeah, if we lose Stephon Gilmore now, it's like how the Seahawks lost uh, Richard Sherman. And it's like, that's not true at all. No, yeah, obviously. I just think, like, Stephon Gilmore, like, just coming off of Defensive Player of the Year, like, He's lock. He's locking his side up, but if I mean, I wouldn't be opposed. Oh, obviously not my decision, but in my no, opinion, no, no, no. Right now, Will, you're the GM of the Patriots. What are you doing? If there's a package available for Gilmore that gets us a decent pick and a good player, either offensive or defensive, it would be not as bad as it seems, or maybe but- even like. 
like a younger player and like someone good instead of a pick. The Lions because that's a you, big piece. The Lions offer you the tenth pick in the draft and an offensive lineman, left tackle. Are you taking it? Uh, I don't know. Like I, 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 like I don't. I feel like. I mean, we do need linemen. It, we need everything. <laughs> like, oh, I wonder how that feels. I only had to go through that for 14 years of my life. <laughs> yeah. I love I it. I, don't I know. love it. But yeah. But Bills are going to be just, pats this week. Yeah, that's just a tough trade to try to call. Just because right. you need to get literally as much as you can for Gilmore. And that was a total fact- hypothetical right there. Like, I don't think i don't know if the lions are gonna get the 10th pick i don't even know what their left tackle is i don't even think i don't even think they need another corner that's their last of their issues i yeah no i don't think i think if the pats trade stefan gilmore they will not receive a corner in that trade no they, they won't receive a corner literally a cornerback but um they need either an offensive piece back or a defensive piece back probably not a corner and at least a pick they need First to get round, as much as they can. Round, if they're gonna... Third round? What round do you think? Depending on depending on who the player is, if they get someone really good, probably a second or a third round. But if they get like a mid-tier player, I would say maybe a first or a second. First rounder. Okay, interesting. We're going to move on from Pat's Bills. We both think the Pat are not. We don't. Jeez. We both think that the <laughs> Pats are going to lose. <laughs> yeah. We're going to move on. Titans versus Bengals. Tennessee is minus five and a half for all my betters in the spread. Um, ESPN analyst Marcus Spears, this honestly has nothing to do with this game or the season, but he said, I see Super Bowls in Burrow's career. I don't know if that would be with the Bengals. I'm going to take the Titans this week. I'm Almost my lock the Titans. week. I'm going to take the Titans. Now, I think it could be close. I think it could be. Yeah, there's potential for it. I just – like you said before the pod, uh, no one's stopping Derrick Henry on that Bengals defense. They just got rid of a defensive end to the Seahawks, Dunlap. Dunlap. Yep. Their defensive line, I mean, they do have Geno Atkins, but like, like it's the Bengals. After that, you're running into open field probably. Right, yeah. They like, have no defense at all. I don't think all. they have any DBs that like are names. Yeah, like I don't really know much of their defense. Or linebackers. I think if anything, if anything, Tennessee might slip up on defense, and it could be an offensive showdown. You think Burrow could bug out? Yeah, I mean he's. Oh, been... Will, who do you think will be good for the Bengals? Let's hear it. Let's hear the same guy we hear every week. Oh, T. Higgins. He'll probably. Be <laughs> I forgot to say last episode he played really well on Sunday too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, T. Higgins is T. Higgins is nasty. Shout out, shout out T. <laughs> shout out T. But I mean, we got to take the Titans on this game. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Next game, we got Raiders Browns for the betters. Cleveland is minus two and a half, and as we know, Odell out for the season. Browns yeah. kind of played better um, without him. Raiders. Give me the Raiders too. I like the Raiders a lot. 
That like right, that wait. game I played last weekend against the Bucks, like you can't like there's nothing you can do there. If you if you guys for everyone listening right now, me and Will have like a weird list of teams that we're like low key obsessed with. That list consists of the Raiders. Don't know yeah, why. The Raiders literally, wait, literally wait, for no why? reason. Yeah. Literally I, for no I reason. just like their stadium and like Darren Waller's my tight end in fantasy. And I just like Darren Waller. A lot. <laughs> I, dude, like I love the Raiders too. And I don't know why. I watched the hard knocks for some reason. I don't know why I did that either. I just thought the Raiders <laughs> were cool. But yeah, also the Chargers. Uh, yep, we have the some Chargers reasons for that. Bolt up. Um, in there, kind of the Packers as well, but at the same time, not. But it's mostly yeah. Raiders and Chargers. We just secretly, like, it's kind of just because, like, they're so low-key, and it's, like, they're not a rival of either of our teams. So it's, like, you know what? We kind of like them. And they're yeah. in the same division, too. <laughs> they're in the same division. <laughs> That's hard. I mean, except for the Broncos and the Chiefs. <laughs> like, the Chargers are just electric this year. I can't say much more than that. I've been bolt up. How can you not yeah, like Justin Herbert? He's so cool. How I mean, can you not like Keenan Allen? How can you? Oh, you know, you know what started our love for the Chargers was Derwin. Ooh. Derwin James. Oh yeah, Derwin. Yeah, because I got him that one time in Madden. I was like, oh, who's Derwin James? <laughs> I looked him up. He's like played for the Chargers, and he's, he's like, like, he's like, he's like really good. And, and I was he's like, like, Cam Chancellor. <laughs> yeah, he's disgusting. And then I was like, bolt up. Yeah, but then there's no reason why we like the Raiders. But I don't know. We're going to take the Raiders over the Browns. Upset. I don't know. Colts versus Lions. a Raider, so you never know. <laughs> Colts, Colts versus Lions. The best quarterback matchup maybe of all time. I feel like I've never <laughs> seen this in my life. I don't know why. I feel like I've never seen this matchup in my life. I don't think life. the Chargers and Lions ever played against each other, though. Well, the thing is – oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. I don't think the Chargers and the Lions – they play like every four years, but like I feel like I've never seen Matthew Stafford play against Philip Rivers. He was probably hurt. Like Matthew Stafford's literally a tank. He literally gets hurt, and then he's like, "No, guys, I can still play," and he's like, broken. Maybe that that day, maybe it was like four years ago, and or three or five or whatever years ago, and maybe Philip Rivers was having like his fifth kid out of eighteen that he has. I know he has, he has a lot of kids, but I'm going to take the Colts, Indianapolis, minus three. I say Colts win by a touchdown. They cover the spread, which means, as I'm saying this, that is my lock of the week, Colts. Wow, Williams, lock of the week. I'm going to have to go with the Colts, too. As you guys know, I'm low-key turning into a Colts guy. That might be added to the list. Uh, I can't go up against Phillip Rivers because he has not let me down yet. And the last time they played was 2017, but I swear to God that didn't happen. Uh, I swear. Probably. Nope. It probably was like. Nope. It was probably like probably like one of those Raider games at four o'clock when they weren't good, and you're just like, oh, the Raiders are playing today. Oh, the Raiders are in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Before the like, oh, before the Raiders were electric. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, we got Vikings versus Packers. Uh, Green Bay is minus seven. Kind of a big spread, but at the same time, Packers are one and five. Or, ooh, Vikings are one and five. Packers are five and one. I think this is just going to be an easy win. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. <laughs> Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Yeah, the game's over pretty much right now. Packers will probably win this game. The I game mean, the Vikings could ended. put up a fight. The Vikings could put up a fight on offense, but that's really Kirk Cousins' liability. Mm-hmm. And they uh, lost Yannick this week too. So that, well, right. that there goes that. Speaking of games that have already ended, not much to talk about in this game. Jets oh, versus God. Chiefs. This spread, for all my betters out there, this spread is absolutely insane. The biggest spread I've ever seen in my life. Obviously, Kansas City's favored. Minus 19 and a half. 19 and a half. I don't, like, is that possible? Is it not? I don't know. That's a kind of wish it was like 21 because, like, you know, if you're down 21, you have to just quit the game. Yeah, because at that for, point, you just, like, leave. Yeah, you just you just leave for all for all the Madden people you know what we're talking about. Yeah, if you're about down twenty one, you just leave. That's just like the respectful thing to yeah, do. Yeah, if you have if you have time. a goose egg and you're down twenty one, you just the game's over. I wish the Jets could just quit this game so the Chiefs don't have to worry about anyone getting hurt. I mean, yeah, like that's oh, at least they're playing in Chiefs Kingdom because that MetLife turf, I don't know. So It'll, it'll probably be a safe game. That's some risky term. I need Travis Kelsey to go off this week. Oh, by the way, guys, I lost in fantasy because <laughs> oh, yeah. because the L.A. Rams defense decided to put up 14 points. All they needed to do was yeah. do nothing. And the Bears just needed to score more than three points or more than three points and not let up a bunch of sacks. They didn't do that. So, yeah, they I'm not even going to talk about it that much. I'm just so upset. Um, right as we cut on when we recorded Sunday night, I was still losing the game. No more than two minutes after we cut, Tyler Lockett caught a 50-yard bomb for a touchdown, and I won. <laughs> yeah, Will was, was like, before, before the game, after we recorded, we were still talking. Will was like, do you think Tyler Lockett could drop like 20 tonight? I was like, no. He was like, well, I need 30. <laughs> and, he <laughs> and he got 52. Like, he dropped like 50. <laughs> I was like, I was like, imagine he drops like 30 points tonight. Like, that'd be just awesome. No, because originally you asked, you were doing the math. You did it completely wrong. And you oh, were I, like, I know. you're like, 
I need Ty Lockett to have 20. Do you think that could happen? And I was like, nah. He dropped 20 after the first play of the game. <laughs> the, he caught, like, the first three passes of the game and then the touchdown and had, like, 30 yards. I was like, oh, okay. And then he caught another touchdown, the 50-yard bomb. And then as well, like, it wasn't – he had three touchdowns, 15 receptions, 200 yards. Like Yeah, no. Like, that was a great performance from him, but the Seahawks lost. So – Stupid. But wait, Seahawks, we didn't even mention that. Oh yeah, we forgot to we forgot to cover that. Well, game. the Seahawks lost, and I want to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, the Seahawks always have an electric game in terms of just NFL fans in general. Just watching, if you're not a fan of the either Seahawks, team. the Sunday the night game should play every Fox. Sunday night. The my they favorite should. part about the Seahawks playing Sunday night is that no matter what, win or loss, it's always in overtime. And it's, and it's always, always Russell a great Wilson game. Either, do, either doing something really good, or you're like, wait, why is Russell Wilson doing something really bad? And they always either wear their gray unis, their white with the blue, which is fresh, or their color rush. They always rock the coolest jerseys on Sunday night. So that's my case for the Seahawks playing every Sunday night. Yeah. Um, possibly a really good game this week. Rams, Dolphins. I'm gonna let you take this one for obvious yeah. reasons that you guys. So see. this is gonna be my lock of the week. LA is minus three and a half. Tua's first start ever. Mm-hmm. I just like the way that everything's adding up for Aaron Donald. This is gonna be yeah. welcome a welcome party for Tua Tagovailoa or Tungavailoa. I learned how to pronounce his name this past weekend. It's Tua Tungavailoa. Tung. It's like tongue. Uh, like like tongue of Iloa. No, like the body part, tongue. Tongue oh, of Iloa. So tongue tongue of Iloa. Yeah. Okay. So I actually have it to a tongue of Iloa jersey. Don't know why, I just do. But they're gonna lose this weekend. And I'm so confident that they're gonna lose this weekend that it's my lock of the week. And mm-hmm. I'm better than Will at the lock of the week, so I'm right. Yeah. Um Rams will win this game. I'm gonna say that. Uh, I think, well, I it's think gonna be a welcome to potential. the NFL probably for Tua, but he could play really well, and he could like maybe Aaron Donald doesn't get to him the whole game, maybe just like a quarter of it, maybe just seven eighths of it. Yeah. <laughs> moving on though. But moving on. We got. I think this will be the game of the week. It should be the game of the week. Steelers versus the Ravens. Ravens are favored in this game by four points. Um, obviously the Steelers don't have Devin Bush, but, um, the way that everyone wants to beat the Ravens is just blitz him. So Lamar can't run all around. He has to get the ball out quick. He has to throw the ball. I think if there's one team that can do that, that's the Steelers. Cause they obviously have the best defense statistically in the league. They've had a sack. They have one sack. They have a sack every game, at least one so far. I mean, Steelers defense is good. Their offense is good too. I got to take the Steelers here. Yeah, I'm going to take Steelers. I don't think this is honestly a really a test game for the Ravens because they've been on the questionable radar all season. Yeah, I agree. I don't think Lamar's been playing the way that he should lately. Yeah, uh, this will be a really this would be a good test game for the Ravens, especially a playoff test game because they're playing a definitely a playoff caliber team. They're trying to be a playoff caliber caliber team. team. Yeah. Well, as that stat we said on Tuesday, the winner Mm -hmm. past week seven or week six, was it? 
week undefeated seven. teams week seven so it was week seven and then advances to the super bowl on the yep so they're going to the super bowl. moving on though we got uh the other half of the division uh not 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 the steelers ravens division the uh division we were talking about earlier that is the afc west we got mm-hmm. chargers versus broncos uh i wrote a really 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 good note for this game in our notes uh, and yes, that I is like just that the only thing I put about this game. Will is Justin Herbert. That's literally all I said, and I think he's gonna ball out, like absolutely ball out. Bolt up. That's all I gotta say. Bolt right. up. Yep. Bolt up. Moving on. That's all we have to say. Saints versus Bears. Um, could be a good game. <sighs> I'm gonna go Saints. Um, did the Bears lose Monday night? Yes, they did. Oh, obviously, they lost because they lost me a fantasy. Give me the Saints too. Yeah. I've never been. I'm never. I'm never picking the Bears again because of um, what they've done. I don't understand what the hell is going on with Michael Thomas. I I don't get that. He's back to practice. He's supposed to play this week. Okay, that now I understand what's going on. <laughs> I haven't yeah, heard no, anything he's from just him. Being, it was well because he had that like fight or whatever. Queen. And yeah, maybe it's time for him to leave there too. Maybe that's his way of saying I'm. Out. Maybe you know what you know what's a very nice place. Uh, it's this great spot in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> oh. oh. Yep. Yep. Moving he on. A, he could be a nice wide receiver <laughs> three. That's right. I mean, wait, is Josh Gordon coming back? That's a big question mark because we're going to get right into the next that game. That is a great question. He's too busy 49ers, Probably. Um, 49ers, Seahawks, potential game of the week. Jamal's not back, right? I don't think he is. I haven't heard anything. Uh, that dude, I have no clue. He's just steady sitting on his couch. Yeah. Every single um, game, though, obviously I follow him on Instagram. On his Instagram story, he, like, steady just is wearing his helmet on the couch. Every like, single time. It's like he's actually there. <laughs> like, he wants to play so bad. I just don't know why. I feel like he's healthy. He's like one of us when we put on our jersey on Sunday and watch our team play. It's like we're there, but we're not. Not even close. <laughs> no, not even close. Um, um, Seahawks. I'm going to take the Seahawks. I mean, I don't like – I don't know if this is really – you don't really ever question your team. Other than like after the game, this is the Seahawks bounce back week. Jamal Adams isn't back. I just checked. Okay, but Seahawks are gonna take it. We just traded for uh, what's his name again? Carlos Dunlap. He's not gonna play this week though. He'll play next week. But Still really good defensive end. That helps a lot. We might. I need Bobby Wagner this week, and more than ever, you need Bobby Wagner in a week like this to stop the run. Yeah, against they, the Forty like, ers Kittle. I swear the 49ers literally they they literally just have they're like oh our running back went out okay guys um what's the next best guy we got over here okay bet um he goes down too it's literally they just (laughs) they just have a line they just have a line of running backs at the stadium like they're just in their car in full uniform ready to come out they don't like like they haven't it's like a bottomless pit of running backs I don't get it they had Moster out, and they're like, perfect. We have McKinnon, but then they're like, nah, we aren't even gonna play McKinnon. They played the other dude, and yet I think it was J- like Williams, was Jamichael Hasty too. 
Hasty. He was and out they, too, I think. Yeah. He got hurt. And then he got hurt. And then, and then Jermichael Williams. I don't know. There is something Williams. And he just like just ran all over the Patriots. And they're like, okay, had, we don't even need like, Jared McKinnon. It's like, yeah, we don't need him. We don't need Moster. We don't need just start him. Dude, Didn't they have Matt Breda too last year? Yeah, he went to the Dolphins though. Yeah, like still, like <laughs> like what is yeah, going on? It's just like I don't know what's I don't know how. I literally don't know how. But I'm gonna have to take the Seahawks here. I'm sorry, I just have to because it's I don't know. <laughs> Moving sense. on though. Worst Bang. game of the week, the NFC East game of the week. Cowboys are playing the Eagles Sunday night. Philly is favored by a <laughs> oh. nine. The Andy Dalton is questionable, so it might be Danucci time. Danucci, uh, he played Division One Double A at Old Dominion. Mm-hmm. He was not part of the college football playoff like that division. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know who Ben Danucci is, but now he's all over my TikTok. Yep. Uh, instead ben of uh. What's Trace McSorley. Trace McSorley is gone. There's actually a lot of beef between those two on TikTok, I feel like. There's just no beef between them in real life at all. But yeah, <laughs> like it's just TikTok made it TikTok. seem like they did. Um, I just want to say this before I pick the winner. I said this every single week. We've covered the NFL. Sunday night has officially failed us. And Monday night. Thursday night is back this week with a decent game. Yeah. Sunday night I mean, is usually a good week, game. Sunday Monday night night's good. been a good game. Now we just don't really have a good Sunday night game. Monday night game, I don't see that ending up too interesting, but. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know no, what? Monday night's going to suck. Yeah. Ben DiNucci time, maybe. I'll take you the Cowboys. The, taking the boys, I'll take the Eagles just so we can have some differences. And I was just going to take the Eagles anyways, but. Moving on, we're both going to have to be taking the same team in this game. I don't see how you could take the other. Let's go Giants. Uh, Tampa Bay is going to be playing the New York football Giants on Monday night. Tampa Bay favored by 11 and a half. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a Tom Brady is so much better than Cam Newton. Yeah, wow. He's incredible right now for the Bucks. Like, yeah, no. He, and it was only a matter of time before he clicked in because that offense is whew. OD, Tom versus Tom. Um also just thinking about um the matchups here. Washington's on a bye this week. So that means Cowboys. So Bucks will say in theory, Bucks lose to the Giants. So that means the Giants move down another game in, in the division. Bucks and, lose to the Giants or beat the Giants? I mean beats the beat the Giants. Okay. Sorry. I think okay. I, I think okay. I said That's why that I was the laughing. other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um then Cowboys, let's say we'll say Cowboys beat the Eagles or either way around. There's still a one game difference between all of them, and they're still not even close to five hundred. <laughs> 
and we are surpassing well, we would be surpassing the halfway point of the season after these games. That's bad for the NFC East. But you know what? Shout out to the NFC East just for being the dumpster so all the other divisions can be good. The NFC East, obviously, like- for all you guys that don't know, Giants, Cowboys, Eagles, Washington, and the Jets. <laughs> oh, wait. Did I just say the Redskins have a bye? Oh, did you? Well. Oh. Well. Well. <laughs> Let's just run that back. No, it's not. It's not that they were literally called the Redskins last year. Oh God, we're we're gonna keep it rolling as Will. the football team, the damn football team. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my gosh. Moving on. Will I? You know what? Shout to- out. You know what? Shout out Ron Rivera. You know I want to put some respect on the football team's name right now. Shout mm-hmm. out Ron Rivera. He just had his last cancer treatment this week. Hopefully he recovers strong. Hopefully everything goes well as um, a former Cam. Well, not a former Cam Newton fan. I'm still a Cam Newton fan, but I followed him to out of college to Carolina. I liked Carolina for a long time while he was there. He was the coach there. So shout out Ron Rivera, last cancer treatment. Hopefully everything ends up well. What do you good say, Will? Uh, moving on. Those were all our picks for the upcoming week. Moving on. Uh, as October is ending, William, um, we have our players of the month. Obviously, AFC and NFC, offensive, defensive, rookie. Uh, Will, I'm going to quiz you. Okay. All right. So, like, just like who you think it would be. Did you see any of the list? I saw a couple players, but probably not. I don't remember. Okay. I might. Right. I think I only know one because I like one of them a lot. All right. NFC Offensive Player of the Week, who do you think it is? Or of the month, of the month, sorry. Of of the month, oh. NFC um, Offensive Player of the Month. Was it Tom Brady? It was. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. One for one for William. Uh, you know, he's, he's just been bugging out. Uh, what about yeah. the AFC Offensive Player of the Month? Who do you think it is? Hmm. Mm, that's a good question. It's not the same as the rookie, I don't think. Um, oh my gosh! Hmm. AFC was oh no, that I don't even know. I'm literally just drawing a blank. Uh, I'm gonna just take it. I'm just, I'm just gonna, gonna take, take another on that one. Uh, Derrick Henry. Oh, I don't know why. I didn't, oh God, I feel stupid for not thinking about that one. Yeah, I wasn't even has, thinking them. He has 663 yards in the month. Wow. Uh, <laughs> 200 of them came two weeks ago. Yeah. Moving on, we are going to go with the AFC Defensive Player of the Month. AFC Defensive Player of the Month. This team went 3-1 and one in the month of October. Uh, this player piled up six sacks over the month. And has a streak of six straight games with at least one sack. He had 14 total tackles, four four for a loss, and two forced fumbles over the past four games. Is That's it, a good stat line. I feel like I'm wrong here, but I'm going to say TJ. Is it TJ? Nah, nah. Same division. Is it Miles Garrett? It's Miles Garrett. Oh, wow. So, Will, you are 
one for three so far. Not bad. Not bad for not seeing the list. Um, NFC Defensive Player of the Month. Uh, I'll give you a quick little rundown of what he did this month. 31 tackles. Oh, 31 tackles, excuse me. Uh, He had two sacks, two picks, and a forced fumble in three games. And that team went 3-0. and Mm. NFC might I don't you know what will I'm gonna bet the house on you not getting this right yeah I'm really drawing a blank at the moment again he's a DB obviously with two picks yeah um and three and oh yeah Buda Baker, Buda Baker of the oh. Arizona Cardinals. Yep. Oh, that's oh, I keep for uh, I forgot yeah, yeah, the yeah, freaking yeah. Cardinals. The Cardinals, the Cardinals didn't mm. lose. I thought they lost. I was I, <laughs> nice. Go Cardinals. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, fun fact about Buda Baker, he actually signed. He's making the most money ever of all time for his safety, and he signed that deal before he ever caught a pick. That's crazy. I know, but I mean, yeah, that crazy game against the the Cowboys, and then played really well the following week, which was was yeah, it was this week. Yeah, played really well against against the Seahawks. So that does that does make sense. Uh, The best part of Sunday, the best part of football in general, uh, NFC and AFC. First, we're going to start off with the NFC Special Teams Player of the Week. (laughs) Who is it? So NFC. Okay, AFC was Byron. Pringle? No. Was it? <laughs> nope. No, nope, I tried. Um, NFC? Pringle just had one return touchdown. That's why. I saw, I thought, I thought he was, I thought he was it. NFC, uh, do you want some, do you want some stats? Yeah, can I get, a, can I get a hint? I feel like it's a kicker. Uh, 21 punts in the month. He placed 13 oh. inside the 20-yard line and netted a 47.5-yard gross average. Uh, his team went 3-1 and one in October, and this punter played a crucial role because of how good he is at punting. I feel like that gave it away. Who's the best punter in the league? I actually – like, I feel like an idiot right now. Wow. Wow. I thought it was a kicker, so I'm, like, totally – well, not not as in punter as a kicker. I'm talking. It's I thought just it was... in. Breaking inside the five breaking news. Will like, does not know. appreciate special teams enough. Johnny Hecker of the Rams. Oh yeah. Uh and I, I was completely thrown off because I thought initially I saw that it was a kicker. I thought it was gonna be because someone had a really good game, like they had a lot of field goals. I forgot who it was. That could have been an AFC team. But um it was an AFC team. I think you're talking about the Broncos. Oh yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. That's but where I got. Moving on to AFC, uh, I'll give you one hit to start off. It's not the Broncos kicker. It is a kicker, however. He had a perfect o- October, converting on all 18 of his kicks. Um, he scored 40 points on 11 field goals and seven extra points. Their team did not go perfect. <laughs> was it the Bengals guy? No, it was the Dolphins kicker, Jason Sanders. Oh. Fun. Shout yep. out Jason Sanders. Yeah, that's how the Dolphins are winning games, special teams. 
Uh, continuing on on this quiz, this is an easy question, Will. Rookie of the month, offense. Justin Herbert. Correct. Uh, quick Let's rundown go. of his month. He threw 10 touchdowns with one interception in three October starts and posted 901 passing yards with a 122.2 rating. He added 88 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Bolt up. Bolt up. That was one of the ones I saw. So, uh, Did you see the defensive rookie of the month? I don't think you'll get this. I don't think I saw he the had, rookie of the month. He had 30 tackles, four passes defended, and an interception this month. That is going to be the rookie from the Carolina Panthers, Jeremy Chin. He actually plays outside linebacker. I was gonna say I think I was gonna say I I didn't see the player, but I I had a feeling it was a linebacker. So I yeah, just couldn't uh, those were the, the players of the month, and that was a quiz on Will. Will I say next month you got to quiz me, and I won't look. Okay. Or I'll try really hard not to look. Yeah, like I was like I didn't even know that they were coming out. Like they came out like two days ago, I think. I had no idea, and I saw like yep. three of I saw like two or three of them, and I only remembered. Justin Herbert, because both up. Both up. Uh, moving on to our final segment of the episode. Uh, last Thursday, we talked about our top 10 favorite athletes of the 1990s. Obviously, me and Will, we were born in 2002. We're both 18 years old. We, don't, we didn't watch them at the time in the 90s. But this decade, the 2000s, we actually watched a good amount of, seeing that yeah. this is when we were born. Um. We're going to start at number 10. We're going to each say our number 10, our number 9, our number 8. We're going to talk about it a little bit. Um, Will, why don't you kick it off with number 10? All right. I'm going to go LeBron at number 10. Mm-hmm. And I put him at number 10 because he is on that cusp of crossing over to the 2010s to current as of right now. Right. And I say that because he did play well when he was like when he was younger before he got traded, obviously, well, not before he got traded, before he signed with the Heat. And I think he's worthy enough to get that 10th position of my favorite players because one, he's up there for one of the best players of all time, probably right. one of the best players that I've ever watched completely, like while he was nasty. Uh-huh. So. I'm going to go LeBron at number 10. Um, I actually did not have LeBron on my list, partially because of, you know, I feel like he was more influential to me in the 2010s. Mm. Uh, but at number 10, I I don't know if you have this guy on the list. I kind of bet that you don't. I put Steve Nash. That's a good pick. Yeah, I don't. Couple, I didn't I didn't have Steve. Won Nash a couple of him. MVPs. Some argue that LeBron should have won those. Uh, you know, he was a pivotal part of the Phoenix Suns, great passer. I was always taught to kind of have that pass-first mindset. Steve Nash, you know, helping out the white boys in the NBA. Had to make the list at number 10. Yeah, uh, no. Moving on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go yeah, number we're gonna, 9. We're going to snake yeah. it like we did the little, last time. A little serpentine. Uh, number 9, I have Serena Williams. Not much to talk about. She's the GOAT. She's yeah. the GOAT. 100%. So, like, some say some say greatest female athlete of all time. Like low key, will she might be the greatest athlete of all time? Yeah, that's my yeah. argument. Like I, she is, she's the goat. Serena Williams is the goat. Yeah, I agree. Um, she's like 
nasty. Like she, she was, she was on my list. And then I was forgetting someone we talked, we talked a little bit before the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Looking for a particular truck part? Then look no further. The Rush Truck Center's all-makes parts catalog features more than 16,000 of the most popular all-makes parts from top suppliers in the industry and with quality brands you know and trust. And at 164 full-color pages, this is their biggest catalog yet. Our friends at Rush Truck Centers have great deals for you all year long. Check out their monthly parts and service specials in-store and online. And when you're ready to order, shop online with Parts Connect at RushTruckCenters.com. Expect more from Rush Truck Centers. For number nine for me, I was before, I want to say, pre-2010 into a couple of years in the 2010s. I was a big hockey guy. I liked hockey a lot. Huge hockey guy, Will. Um, Sidney Crosby was up there for one of my favorite players. He was nasty. He is nasty, still is. And, I mean, there's not much to say. He's had a hell of a career. I mean, he's one of the best. And then at number eight, we got a baseball guy. We got Albert Pujols. He won his his ring in the 2000s. I mean, he's a legend. He's mm-hmm. he's nasty. And I can't really. There's not really a whole lot I can say. He he was on the brink of making my list, but at number eight, will uh, this guy's gonna be a lot higher on your list? So I'm sorry for saying him so early, but as you know, I used to like him. There was allegations that he did some illegal things. Not oh, a big fan of that. About, my family is very against that. I am very against that. I'm gonna have to go with Kobe Bryant. Obviously, rest in peace, Mamba. What he did on the court was a lot different than what he did off the court when he was younger in the 2000s. But, I mean, he's just so good. Top three yeah. basketball player of all time. Kobe's nasty. You got to think about – I mean, like, obviously those allegations, I don't know if they're true or not. But, like, after that, he kind of changed everything. He was a great guy. Obviously, I don't like the Lakers. I'm a Celtics guy. But he's one of the few Lakers that – I actually kind of enjoyed watching, <laughs> but is, am I up? Yeah. Serpentine. Yeah. You got, uh, you got number Serpentine. seven. Uh, another guy have a lot of respect for, he's going to make the 2010s list. Um, he's, uh, he's number seven here because in the two thousands, you know, I'm not a Patriots fan. Well, it's going to be Tom Brady mm-hmm. gave him number seven on the two thousands, just cause I'm not a Pats fan. He is one of two football players I had from the 2000s I was gonna put Sean Alexander on from the Seahawks but like he only really had one good season he like the Seahawks just didn't have anyone good until the 2010s Tom yeah. Brady's gonna make it a number seven for me um number seven for me we got Randy Moss so his end of his Vikings oh, yeah. career we got in the early and obviously some of his past career came towards the end of the 2000s um I'm obviously he played a little bit further into the 2010s before he mm-hmm. called it quits. I think he retired in 2015. Yeah, I think he did. With the Raiders? Yep. Um, 
or the I mean, Niners. I don't remember. I think it was the Raiders. Like he was just an electric wide receiver, especially he got that mentorship from Chris Carter towards the end of his time with the Vikings, obviously. Chris Carter's end of the time with the Vikings. He was there uh-huh. with him. So um he might be a little low on my list next. I the these next few players that I'm gonna say it was kind of hard to put them in a mix. Like I could have put my number three here, but Actually, you know what? I will. I'll put. I'll change that right now. I'm gonna put Tiger at six. Tiger at six. I'm gonna put t- right. act- or actually, you know what? I'll I'll go back. I'll go back. Never mind. I I'll, I'll change. <laughs> I'll change it up. I'll 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 stick with my list. I'll put Paul Pierce at six, even though he was one of my favorite players that I watched when I was a kid. Probably my favorite on the Celtics. Mm-hmm. There obviously was Ray Allen. He was up there and KG, but we can get to that later. Um, oh, he got for Sorry. Um, well, you, 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 you got my number one already, so. Well, yeah, everyone um, knows your number one, though. Oh, or yeah. Everyone knows your top two. They got, he got his ring, obviously, 2008. Mm-hmm. Can't, he's just one of the, he's, he was honestly a one-of-a-kind type of player. Never, haven't seen too many builds like him. My number, what are we at, number six? My number six. Yeah was the man that you just said. I said I had two football players. I actually have three, and they are all back-to-back-to-back. My number six is going to have to be Randy Moss, who you just said. Mm -hmm. Obviously, just like, I mean, you got mossed. Everybody was mossing everybody in the backyard. So, I mean, you already kind of broke them down. So I'm going to get right into number five, which is another wide receiver, and that's going to be Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, mm. Fun fact about me, I have three Larry Fitzgerald jerseys. The black one, the red one, and the right one of the Cardinals. I know I'm a Seahawks fan, but I like Fitz when he was – I mean, I've heard about him from my family. Uh, I didn't get to watch him that much at Pitt, but he's a great guy. Uh, a family member of mine like has met him a lot, says he's a great guy. So I always looked up to Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, great route runner, so reliable, really wanted him to beat the Steelers in that Super Bowl. Sadly, he did not get his ring. He's so high on my list just because, like, when I did play football, like, I just, like, wanted to be him from, like, not obviously athletic-wise because more of, some may say, an offensive lineman or a tight end build. (laughs) Um, So I definitely wasn't a wide receiver, but kind of just, like, the man that he was, that's someone that, like, everyone should look up to. Yeah, so he definitely deserves out. definitely deserves a lot of respect, and he's still doing it today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna snake mine five six. We got Tom Brady. I don't really think I don't really need to go really into detail all about that. I mean, he made his he made his debut when I was like born, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I like think like literally like I think I was after. It was either a month after or a couple weeks before. I think it was a month after because wasn't his debut in that Super Bowl? Bledsoe led the team to the Super Bowl. Brady came in, right? Yeah. So yeah, it was a couple months after. So I wasn't even I like was only a couple months old when he made his debut. Obviously, That's so he's crazy. Still, he's still from, doing it today. From a like a non Patriots fan perspective, like just to think about it, Will, like how lucky you are that they were so bad before you were born. And then the year before all of us, like all of my friends and you were born, they win a Super Bowl 
and then they didn't stop losing. Like you don't you don't know what it's like yeah. to lose. Literally, me and Shadow Chris, but we literally were born, and two months later we saw our first title. That's yeah, that's insane. Well, and I like, mean, probably not because like I don't. Well, remember yeah, you it, didn't but, see it, but like, but still, it was there. It was there. And all of our other friends, obviously, were from Massachusetts, so that everybody except for like two or three are Patriots fans. I'm part of the two or three, but <laughs> everybody was born literally at the perfect time. Yeah, which is crazy. And then obviously another player, big shout out David Ortiz. Mm-hmm. I mean, electric especially on the Red Sox. Obviously, that's why he's on my list from his Red Sox days. Just those home runs. Like, honestly, when you, when like when like I was playing baseball, like, obviously, I wanted to hit it like David Ortiz. Like, right. I wanted to just, like, literally just absolutely drop nukes in the outfield. <laughs> like, just, like, rake. Like, it was just incredible. Especially hey, all those n- clutch home runs. We're at number four, right? Yeah, number four. All right, my my, my. but yeah keep going sorry yeah so i mean obviously he he rakes he raked um because that those clutch that clutch grand slam that iconic grand slam i mean everything about david ortiz Mm -hmm. uh i'm gonna quick quickly go through my number four because that's tiger woods you already broke him down uh everybody that golfs that is I'd say aged 30 to 35 and down golfs because of Tiger Woods. So that's all I have to say about that. But just to keep on going with what you said, my number three is David Ortiz. So Mm -hmm. I played baseball from when I was three to age 15, played like four seasons every single year, summer, fall, winter, spring, every year. I wanted to be David Ortiz. David Ortiz played first, so I played first. Um, David Ortiz was a DH. I always asked to be DH, and they'd be like, Griffin, this is Little League. We don't have DH. (laughs) uh, So, obviously, as a kid from a Boston sports fan's perspective, other than the Patriots, I looked up to someone like David Ortiz because, I mean, he was just so good. Obviously, he got us out of the slump in 04. I don't really remember that. What I do remember was 07, him, Manny Ramirez, Josh Beckett, Jonathan Papelbon, just like all the boys. I think that that in the 2008 uh, NBA championship, those are like my two most influential championships. Obviously, 2014 Super Bowl as well. Those will be my like top three championships that like really just made me fall in love with sports. And David Ortiz was like the reason. Because he was just always there to be clutch. And, like, yeah. he's, like, oh, we were just talking about this person, not you and me. I was talking to it. Uh, I take a coaching class. I want to be a coach when I grow up. So, we were just talking about this person. Oh, it was Larry. Larry Bird. Obviously, mm-hmm. if we made an 80s list, you'd be in that. But yeah, Larry Bird and David Ortiz shared kind of, like, the same clutch gene where it was, like, in the clutch, Larry Bird – compared to in just regular like game scenario he shot 51% regular game and he shot 52% in the clutch players usually drop down significantly and that was the thing with David Ortiz as well like he just wanted to be in that moment yeah and it was electric in that moment yeah it was insane the amount of walk-offs the amount of 
home runs that gave us the lead in the seventh inning, like that shot in 2013 uh, against the Lions. Like, just so many moments that David Ortiz, like, just brought the Red Sox over the top. But moving yeah. on, uh, my number two. It, wait, did I? I said four and two. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah, four you're three, up. so I'm three. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to quickly just say before I run in, that 2008 Celtics championship really kind of, that kind of sealed my love for sports. That the Red Sox before that, and then obviously yeah, the no, Patriots, I think mine, Super Bowls, mine but was like, definitely the just, Red Six. It's just ridiculous for like mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about it, like how many Super Bowls they won. Like I, I like it's hard to yeah. pick one that I like the most. I mean personally, if I was gonna say this, my favorite one, and even though half of the game I was pretty disappointed, I was pretty sad. But the Falcons game, just because it's such a historic game in terms of the first overtime Super Bowl in history and the largest deficit. Uh, I think that the two championships that really like made me fall in love with sports and maybe want to pursue a career in sports. I'm going to school for sport management. I'm like, not obviously I'm not going to be like an athlete, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but the reason why I fell in love with sports was 07 world series when the Sox took it. And then Mm -hmm. 08 championship when the Celts took it. By then, I was already in love. 2014 Seahawks was obviously huge for me. I went to that game. But, like, I was already in love with sports at that time. So, those two were very monumental for me. Yeah. I'm going to swing in 3-2. Uh, mm-hmm. I already I already said my third one already. Tiger, you already broke him down. I mean, he's the reason why I golf. Um, yep, obviously, same. everyone wants to be, like, Tiger and – are like as the age group that you pretty much specified specified um and you know you know how i got that will you know who actually said that i forgot to quote him you know who said that who? brooks kepka actually said that he did like a little q a last weekend he was like if you're age 35 and under the only reason why you golf is tiger woods and i was like <laughs> that is the truest statement i think i've ever heard that is very true i mean i love to golf like i don't it's just fun yeah it's kind of like one of those weird things where, like, you don't think you're going to like it until you actually, like, well, go out and play. Because as someone that loves competition, it's, like, that competition that you really just don't need to run or hit anyone. So, it's, like, a nice, calm competition. It's a, And it's, like, it doesn't have to, to be against anyone. It's, it's literally against yourself unless you play, like, competitively. Yeah, which we do not. Yeah. Except sometimes be... we play for money. That didn't end well, but yeah, moving no, on, lost. my number two, I already said him. I kind of stole Griffin's. I'll let Griff break him down because I know I added him late because I had, I switched Serena around, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, KG. Oh, is that my number one? Oh, yeah. Shit. Sorry. I had, <laughs> I had KG at my number two. Anything's possible. Mm-hmm. That's just a legendary series, legendary just moment. And I just wanted to say, I'll let you break him down more, but before you do, um, saw a video, him and Bill Russell talking. He was like, it was, it, it was honestly like a cool video. Bill Russell was talking to him. He was like, listen, man, you can be really good one day. Like you're going to be really great. He's like, Hey, if I see you playing well, you can get one of my rings. I'll give it to you. Cause the way you play, you'll deserve it. And I believe later on, that year they won 2008 said anything's possible and then when he hugged him he's like i did this for you he's like are you proud of me now <laughs> so i thought that was it was a cool video right but yeah 
Uh, my number two, I'm going to have to break down my number two and one. Uh, they go together as a dynamic duo. Uh, you already said both of them. They're my number two and one. Uh, Paul Pierce at number two, Kevin Garnett at number one. Obviously, Paul Pierce was on the Celtics the whole time. KG didn't come till 2007, but as a basketball player, as someone that's genuinely tall, kind of, I guess, mm-hmm. 6'2", I guess that's kind of tall for, like, our level of play. Um, I always played power forward in every league I played in, church league, AU, all that. Modeled my game after Kevin Garnett mostly, but I feel like I got my follow through from Paul Pierce. You know, he'd shoot the shot. He'd kind of like lean into it and just wait till it went in. I always did that. (laughs) He always ended his form when he was like out. Yeah, I always modeled that, especially when I used to play like when I was young and then playing in like the backyard with like Will, I'd always just be like, Oh, game's on the line. I'm shooting it. And then I just like <laughs> stay there for like 10 seconds. Everyone would be like, why the hell are you doing that? I think I still do it just cause it's habit. They'd be like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I'm Paul Pierce, <laughs> but yeah, KG great defender, great trash talker, which didn't work out well for me when I was eight years old talking shit to my opponents in church league. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of technicals. Hey, like, I got a lot of technicals when I was eight in church league. But you know, Kevin Garnett, whole different mindset. Just like a whole different beast. I collect. Yeah, to be my number one. Just I, I feel like as an athlete, I feel like I model my game around Kevin Garnett in every sport I play. Yeah. I like that one. I was gonna say I, I gained all my technicals in AAU. Yeah, no, I got a lot of technicals in church league from the ages maybe like seven, <laughs> seven, eight, nine, ten. I think I got thrown out of every other game because I was swearing. And yes, that is a young age to swear, but I'm from Massachusetts, so I mean, what do you expect? Um, I learned my lesson. By the time I got to AU ball, very silent guy, came off the bench. They had me run small forward, didn't know why I wanted to play big man. No one wants to play big man except for me. Um, didn't get a lot of texts, but then by the time my high school basketball JV career ended and I was the star of our church league like rec team that me and Will were on when we were freshmen through seniors in high school, I talked a lot of trash, a lot of trash, but they let that, they let that fly in that league. So that's good. I was, I'm a pretty silent player. I just like, I sound like, Will Will comes on the court and just starts hucking threes and they actually go in. Just doesn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) I let the, I let the game just, just end up stopping the talking. I don't like to talk that much, but my technicals would be, I'm just being way too aggressive sometimes. Like, it's just like awkward scenarios. Like they're like an AAU, like I would go for like my thing on defense was literally ripping the ball out of people's hands. And like <laughs> people would get so mad at me on the other team. And I've like gone to like a couple of shoving fights before, but and I would wow. just get teamed up. Will the fighter. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, my number one, Kobe Bryant. Probably, as you said, my favorite Laker that I've watched. Uh, I mean, one of the only Lakers. I do not have a long list of Lakers that I enjoy either. Yeah. I know you might. I don't know why, but, like, I feel like it's just because it's always usually the family that you come from. My 
family did not like the Lakers just because, you know, hardcore Boston sports fans, hardcore Celtics people, hardcore Red Sox. Yeah. You don't like the Yankees. You don't like the Lakers. And I, like, noticed, like, all of our friends, they're like, oh, I love Kobe Bryant. I'm like, how? Like, I, I don't know why yeah. I've developed like, a respect for him, but, like, I just grew up learning that Kobe is bad. Yeah, I, I only like I don't like the Lakers at all. Like I'm not a fan of the Lakers. I like him. I like Shaq, and like obviously some of the older players, like '80s, like those, like that's cool to like. Like their teams were cool. Obviously, they were still rivals of the Celtics then. All that went on, but just like those players, just like they're just greats in in the league. It was just really that at the end of the day. I don't like the Yankees at all. Like, but also I hate the Yankees. Also, except for a couple of people in my family, it, it's kind of it's kind of a mix. Everyone is Pats fan, Celtics fan, Red Sox fan, and then there's Cowboys fans on one side. Then there's Titan, Titan, just one Titans fans, um, as there is in real life too. It's <laughs> like a general. That's the only Titans um, fan. And. And then there's like then there, and then a lot of people are like me. A couple of people are like me, kind of Pats fans, but also like a few other NFL teams. Yeah, just like enjoy watching them. Yeah, like that. Like Packers. So one of so, yeah, no, my family is very, very interesting. It's uh my what do you call it? Immediate family. So it's called. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not smart. Um. Every everyone except for my dad is a hardcore Patriots fan, and my mom doesn't really like football. So my two sisters are big Pats fans. Believe it or not, mm -hmm. they know football. There's a reason. Um, <laughs> my dad, I don't know. He just enjoys watching football. He's a big football guy. He just does. He's not a fan of any teams. Percent. Um, my uncles, aunts on my dad's side, and my mom's side, and my grandparents are just like very, very strict Boston sports fans. Every Boston team, they are a super fan of. I am the same except for the Patriots. I'm a Seahawks fan. I don't know how. I think it's just because my dad wasn't a Patriots fan. So I was like, I don't really like the Pats. <laughs> so I'm just going to pick a team, randomly pick the Seahawks because of Matt Hasselback. And then Marshawn Lynch joined. And I was like, wow, I really like Marshawn Lynch. So then, I don't know. I just like kind of stuck with it. Yeah. So that's but, our family sports history. <laughs> yeah. But on that note, um, that's gonna pretty much wrap up the episode. Um, we got our socials, Griff. Oh yeah, that's me. I'm gonna break down the socials once again. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, TikTok. New post coming out soon. Might be out. It might be out by at the time of this release. Believe it or not, same wow. with the YouTube video. Might be out this weekend. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm recording. Griff, Griff King's recording out here. Uh, so shout out Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at Inside the Five Pod. Shout out the YouTube at Inside the Five. Trust me, just subscribe, just follow. Stuff's coming out. I'm actually a big fan of our Twitter and Instagram. Um, if I wasn't in control of the Instagram, uh, I would be checking it for the news because it comes up. It comes up pretty fast. Uh, I think I actually broke. Wait, one sec. I'm going to hype myself up real quick, Will. Will's doing a great job on the Twitter. We kind of just like picked. We're like. One of us controls. Yeah. 
I actually broke the news that where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, where is it? Come on. Antonio Brown signing with Tampa. I came out with that post before ESPN did. Wow. So uh, no I think we, that's we, why you should follow inside the five pod. We, we, you should follow him on Twitter too. I've been breaking news early. I've been confirming yeah, news vibes. early. Yes, I've been sir. on that. He has the past, couple, past couple of days have been. Nothing has been, happened. That's nothing has happened. I didn't really break down the news for the Seahawks or anything like that. I've been a little busy with school. So forgive me there, but we're usually on top of things like that. Definitely on both Instagram and Twitter. We're all over the place, especially world series. Maybe the second it happened could have been before the last pitch. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, I was, I was, I was slow to the world series. I was literally watching the game. That's my fault. But you know, I broke some news before ESPN did. So you never know that might just keep happening. So shout, shout out, out to Inside Rapture. the Five Pod. <laughs> shout out Inside the Five Pod. Shout out Will. Shout out Griff. We're actually doing pretty decent right now. Believe yeah, it or not. We're doing we're doing pretty good. Um, Some may also, say big trust. Exactly. Big trust. You got uh, anything else to say? Do you have any final remarks? If not, I'm gonna come up with one on the spot. Cause I don't have any either. Um, I just want to say shout out because we're talking about our news. Oh God, I want to say final shout, out, shout out the rap sheet. Shout okay. out Woj. Okay. Um, there was a recent Woj bomb, I believe. Maybe not Woj, but ESPN. Just a mm-hmm. quick NBA news with the CBA deadline. Um, Malcolm Brogdon, which is the NBA Players Association VP. I did not even know that. I didn't he also this. plays for the Pacers, I think. Uh, yes, he does. Um, so if you guys are following along with the CBA and all that kind of stuff, because the season's going to happen really quick, so that stuff needs to get done. Usually they have a whole summer to get it done. And you and should follow at Inside the Five Pods so you can see the updates. Exactly, 100%. Oh, Malcolm Brown. Couldn't, couldn't be any better source right there. Um, CBA is going to get pushed back past the Friday deadline. Wow. So that's... I don't know if that has any compliments to do with how they feel about starting early. If the CBA gets pushed back long enough, not necessarily a lockout, but it, it, it could have a wonky makes a wonky schedule. But on that note, we're flipping the script. Mm-hmm. up. Nowadays I get what I want. Lately been spinning a bag. I did it to get in that cat. I did it to popping them tags. Money was made for the sad. Now my ex bitch calling back. Saw me come up out the random. Didn't wait long, now that bitch don't intend. Her friends fell in love when I fell in the fame. In my DMs talking about hey hands. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Ready. 
Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. 